We're going to start the show a little bit different this week, gentlemen, because, of course, the footy world was rocked with some horrible news. A, a player that was adored across the entire AFL community and a player that you guys played with, Shane Tuck, passed away this week. And we just thought that, you know, given you guys had uh, you know played so much of footy with him and knew him so well, that we'd just spend the, the first five, ten minutes of the show just chatting about him as a, as a bloke, as a player, what he meant to you guys, what he meant to the, the, the footy club, uh, before we get into the show proper. Yeah, well, we got the news on Monday afternoon. Hum, I had a phone call from from uh, an associate who, who's involved at the Richmond Footy Club and you just couldn't believe the news. I mean, Tucky was only 38 years of age. You just don't expect to hear that. So, um, yeah, it was a real shock. Um, the news filtered around all of our ex-teammates and everyone sort of really couldn't believe it. And I guess you then start remembering Tucky and... You know, there's a lot of great memories, isn't there, Nate, from our time at the Richmond Footy Club. We played about five or six years with Tucky and just as a teammate, he was a great person to play with because you knew what you were going to get. Every single week, the same Shane Tuck would roll up hard at the footy, win the contested ball. Um, a very good player. He was a really good mark mm. inside 50. And when he had a shot at goal, he, he never missed. But just loyal, wasn't he, yeah. mate? Yeah. Anytime you talked about Tucky or you're having a joke, it was always a smile on his face. He put a smile on your face. This was one of those great clubmen, like a really good, great clubman who just got the job done. You could trust him. Good word you said was honest. He played 22 games in the first four years of Plough's coaching tenure. And interesting, Plough played with Michael Tuck, who's obviously his dad who played 400-odd games. And Tucky was a late bloomer, Michael Tuck. So Plough took a chance on him because he thought, you know, he hasn't really hit his straps yet, so maybe he will later yeah. like his old man. So Plough gave him a go. Um, and there's so many Tucky stories that you look back on and laugh. I remember, see, I saw him at the uh, the Gallon Barry Hall fight. That was the last time I saw him, and he seemed in pretty good spirits. And and then to think that somebody can get that low that um, we're still a bunch of men who we've come a long way in that area, but we haven't come far enough. Um, so anybody out there that is struggling, or anybody who knows somebody who might be struggling, uh, feel free to reach out. Yeah, and I think the other thing with Tucky was he was so down to earth. Like he, there was, he was a country boy, yep. no airs or graces, and just honest. And he really identified with the fans. The Richmond fans loved him. He was a real cult figure because of his personality. That they could, his qualities really resonated with the fans. And just around the footy club, all of the staff, you know, the yeah. the, the people that work at the club in in the change rooms, the property stewards, the boots, they all loved Tucky because mm. he treated everyone the same. What about how hard he was? Like oh, he yeah. was a. He's, he, Bony, but he was bigger than his Sinewy. old man. So Sinewy. you know when you do a lame work and you have to, you know, bump somebody yeah, yeah, to yeah, warm yeah. up. You didn't want Tucky. Yeah, you get hurt. You get hurt. You get hurt. Like he was just so hard. <laughs> and um, you, you look at Tucky and you thought that the guy was indestructible. Um, and to have him gone now, um, we remember the great times we played with him. Did play six years yeah. with Tucky. So uh, to his extended family, um, hope everybody out there can get through what is going to be a very, very hard period. Yeah, and I think just on his playing career, we just acknowledge how good a player he was. He was taken at pick 73 for yep. Richmond, so he was a bit of a speculative pick. He was picked up as a mature age player. He went on to play 170-odd games. So you look at some seven top 10 best and fairest finishes, top uh, three, three times, Nate. His best ever contested possession haul in a game was 23. I mean, <laughs> that, I don't, some people don't massive. get that in about seven or eight games. So he did that twice. Um, and Damien Hardwick's very first win as coach against Port Adelaide in 2010, Tucky led the way, had a club record 14 tackles in that game. So just as a player, and I just know through Damien Hardwick's early years, 
he was very important to Hardwick because they had young midfielders like Cochin and Martin. So you needed that hard body like Tucky in there. Yeah. So, yeah, he's going to be sorely missed by his close friends and, and the whole footy community. And I think we saw in the last few days how much everyone respected him, his teammates and supporters and everyone in the community. So, yeah, very sad, Hummer. And as Brandy touched on, of course, it, I mean, it is such a troubling time. Uh, at the moment as it is with everyone so if you are struggling uh, there's Lifeline 13 11 14 they've actually got a uh, they've set up a system uh, after 7 o'clock if you don't want to talk because you know you might be yeah. a bit nervous whatnot, uh, you can jump on there and they'll actually text you yeah. so uh, you can text that number 0477 131 114 flick them a text and they'll just they'll chat to three on the text. It's a, it's a lot less uh, confronting. And then Beyond Blue as well. Uh, I, I've got a mate that's used Beyond Blue, and they've just been fantastic. Thirteen hundred two two four six three six. Can I just recount one quick story that I remember? Yeah. Just that sums Tucky up as a bloke. And this this came from Chris Newman, who was a good friend of his. So Tucky broke his collarbone. Um, I think it was a Friday night game. But he'd already organised with one of his teammates who was moving house the next day. And Wayne Campbell talked about this in the Age yesterday. Um, he'd, he'd organised with a teammate to turn up and help him move house the next day. So anyway, they're there moving house the next morning and Tucky turned up and he's got his arm in a sling, broke his collarbone the night before and he turned up and he apologised for being late oh. and asked what he could do to help. And they said, mate, go home, look after yourself. But that was the sort of bloke he was. Big, big week of footy ahead, of course. We need to sp- thank our newest sponsor, TaylorMade. Now, I, I, don't want to, uh, I don't want to take credit for this, but... Well, you did. John Rahm is now the number one golfer in the world. That happened last week. Do you know who John Rahm sponsored by? Taylor TaylorMade. He won the memorial the week that TaylorMade come on board <laughs> with... Hall, with uh, oh, it's just beautiful. Well, you know, I'm actually trying to replicate it because it's just a small, short right. little punchy swing. Doesn't, right. it's, it's, just, it's no frills. You've got a bit of uh, So then, of course, as happy as a quokka, the great socks. I'm wearing a pair today, our, our mate over at Rottnest Island. But first, cab off the rank. And this is one of the biggest farcical fastest that the AFL has seen. So it's if, the whole if you've ball. got a pair of the socks, well, I would have thought that our mate Quacker would have enjoyed me and Matthew having a pair. Well, well unlike... Well, I've got them at home. Oh. I do have them at home. I've got a we'll box bring them, them in home. next I'll week. bring them in. Hey, um, but because I just, as I said, I don't want it to be like what happened with Hugo Wines. Hugo Wines, if you're out there, please send us some Grenache. <laughs> when you took them all, I got stuck with two bottles. So I didn't want that to happen to the socks. So the holding the ball interpretation on the weekend was farcical. I just I want to keep my ink dry on this because I'm not happy about it. But oh, they've got they've got to go. They've got to change this, Nathan. Surely, mm. I, I like the interpretation, the ruling that if you don't make an attempt, you know, a bloke gets tackled, and if you don't make an attempt, and that's forcing the ball to be knocked out of packs. So I, I like that that it's moving the game on. But they've got to be able to adjudicate it the same way every time, which they're not doing at the moment. And that that is the problem. We'll get into this later, hum, but. How hard are they making it for their umpires? People are getting yeah. into the umpire. It's not the umpire's fault. Mm. The umpires are trying to interpret the rule as they've been told by the AFL. On a week-to-week basis. And it changes, you know, weekly. So it's just not fair on the umpires. 20 days of footy. Now, 2020 has been horrid. It's been disgusting. But, I mean, if this is not – you've got to take the positives. And for 20 straight days of footy, you know, we've got we got teased that we had five days. We went Thursday to Monday. I found myself on Tuesday. I, I wanted to, you know, sit there, put my same game multi on, have a couple of beers. There was no footy on, and I, I was flat. We have got 20 straight days of footy. Like, that is just going to be magnificent. What I've started doing, I had the seven days of Dahl before the yep. 20 days of footy. So I'm sponsoring, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm giving the Dahl. I, I got a bottle of wine yesterday. 
I'm going to write her a love letter tonight. Just spoil it, so I can have <laughs> still write love so letters. I can have 20 days straight of watching the. Footy you should have seen games. my missus on Monday night when you know the, the, the weekend's over. So I do three games a weekend. So it's a long weekend, yep. obviously. Um, and then Monday night, sort of start to settle into the couch. She goes, "Oh, well, what do you want to watch tonight?" Because yeah. we're right into this Yellowstone <laughs> with Kevin Costner. That's the moment. good, isn't it? It is very good. And I sort of half said, "Look." Um, is a game of footy on tonight and she blew up she blew up she could not believe there was a game of footy I haven't had the heart to tell her yet we've got 20 days in a row but that's a chance to have 20 same game moldy sit on the couch so what I've started to do I've got the iPad right so I've made her a deal that we can watch the TV, we can watch her shows, but as long as I can have the iPad on, because well, that's good. I have to do it for work purposes. Well, yeah. well I told <laughs> I told Jen yesterday that, that from next Wednesday onwards, there is 20 days in a row of football, and she said, no, it won't be happening. So I've basically been told to move out to the bungalow for the next 20 days. Seriously. Have I've you, just got to go out that's there. That's not the word. I, mean, I, I, I reckon it'd be pretty good. That new, would be nice. I've got the new there. TV out there as have well. Have you got a fridge so. out there? There might be a fridge out there, huh? 20, yeah. And we've got a few little specials coming from sports but that's uh, that pertaining Could, to the 20 days. I don't want to say too much, but uh, watch our social media platforms. Are you, are you getting worried, though, that the AFL knows something that we don't, that they're cramming these games in and trying to bank games? Are they mm. anticipating we may get shut down again? Mm. Well, maybe Conspiracy they're just trying theory. to, what's the saying, make hay when the sun shines? They're just spanking games. Oh, yeah. I'm very, very... Have you noticed that Hummer hasn't been on the screens lately? Like, he's the the, the backup ambassador. We've what got a few that? backup ambassadors, but he got the two-week suspension, yeah, we know obviously, that. For, we the, know that. for the tweet about... Yeah. A former Melbourne former captain. Melbourne captain. Yeah. Last name, Lion. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so sports bet... And our bosses, Leggy and Horsey, gave him a two-week sabbatical. Like, you're not doing anything. You need to get your act together, do your PR job. Yep. And then he's had, a, like, <laughs> another two weeks himself on the oh, back of it. self-imposed. Self-imposed as if to say, look, I'm taking this really seriously. <laughs> I'm going to add two weeks <laughs> on the back of your two weeks. I see straight through you, mate. Is that, you are. You, I told you this in confidence. You, <laughs> what, is that why you got, got rid of the Howard Hughes aviator haircut? <laughs> Well, I did. No, I did think. I said. I said to the Dale. I said, "I've got. I've got a month off television now. I'm going to. I might shave my head and troll it out." No, I have just decided that perhaps. TV. Perhaps it was. You know, I, I was because I was, I was working six days a week. I, oh, you know, you're was, working so hard, <laughs> were you? So I've just taken some time off to focus. You're on You're sending on out emails about the colour of Scomo's tie. That's, yeah, that's hard work, and that's my job. And it, it, you know what? It, it brings in a lot of money to the business. Now I think you look good, time. by the way, hum. It suits you. The well, house, and yeah. because I'm back training, I'm back running every. Day, a little bit every, like every day. thin at the front, that that little part at the front yeah, there, or is that I, just I your missus went hard? Yeah, and it's the light in here, but I did notice that on the screen. Maybe oh, some finasteride might be. I, got, I do have a thick head of hair. Hey, Brett Deledio <laughs> yes. was outspoken in the media this week. As he's starting to uh, to sort of create a little bit of a, a I, niche, I think, a carve off a bit of the pie. I think this is your classic case of you need to go and see the whole interview. If you cut yep. that little bit out, Ooh. it sounds bad, but if you, re- if you look at the whole interview, he's actually saying that, because they're such great individual players, when the heat comes on, they all want to try and do it themselves. Like they're not—they're doing it in a good way, trying to win the game, but they're not realising that it potentially isn't helping them with the way they want to play. But I don't reckon some of his teammates might have been a little bit Ooh. flat. I love Lids. I love Lids' honesty. I take you back to two thousand and five. I think round three we played the Dogs, so uh, he into his. 
third game leads in. We beat them at uh, uh, Marvel Stadium, Stadium, whatever it was back then. And then we had a housewarming later on that night at Chris Newman's house. Um, and Chris Newman, good mates with Daniel Gian Syracuse. Gian Syracuse played that day. Gia missed a goal late, which would have won them the game. It was 25 yeah. metres out, pretty much directly in front, and Gia bla- blazed it away, um, missed. So we're sitting there, and this is the honesty of Lids. So Gia's sitting there, I'm sitting here, Lids, and uh, Lids looked at Gia and he goes, this is a kid that's played three games. He'd never met him, mind you. Never met him. He goes, geez, you'd love a shovel at the moment, wouldn't you? (laughs) Dig a hole and jump straight in after that goal you missed today. And Gia is the sort of bloke that doesn't take that sort of stuff really well, but it was just Leeds just being honest. He um, he lacks a little bit of tact at times, old Brady boy. We've seen the death of the key forward. I know you guys don't. I don't know about that. What about Charlie Dixon last week? They're they're gone. No, it's getting tougher. The we have in the same time we've seen the rise of the the tall defender. They are right now. They they're demanding the Hollywood dollars at the moment. They're they are the big stars of the competition. It's never been easier to be a defender though. Because because of the pressure up the ground, the tackle pressure, just the long high balls that get dumped inside fifty. You'd hate to be a Ford. And you. Spoke about Ben Brown on the Sunday footy show. Oh. You'd hate to be him at the moment. I mean, the, the way the ball comes in, it's hard yeah. to be a key forward. But That's why I defended him. There, but these two guys are, they're, they're top of the tree, aren't they? Oh, they who are. would Darcy you take, Moore, Harris if, Andrews. If you had to pick one, who would you take? Uh, I'm taking Darcy Moore at the moment just because if you need Darcy Moore as a defender, he can go forward as well. And yeah. I think his foot skills, Darcy Moore, are extraordinary. Yeah. You know what he does as a defender? and. These are the defenders I love. They don't worry about the forward. They don't get preoccupied with the forward. Where is he? They're not looking around. He just plays the ball. He mm. sees the ball. He goes for it. He doesn't worry about the forward. So I think I'd take Darcy as it's well. It's been a call for 16 aside. That'd certainly bring nah. the big key forward back nah. into it. That is, don't set Richard you can't, on that. You, you actually can't do it. You actually... Well, you, you can, but... No, you can't because... Well, you can. No, you can't because I'm about but, to tell you. But you can. You can't. If they want to, you no, can. They, they wrote a constitution about oh, eight or nine years oh. ago. You just got lawyered. And one of the one of the points <laughs> one of the points in the constitution was <laughs> what makes the game... Right, so what makes our game unique? And one of the points in the constitution is you must have 18 men on the ground. You can't change it. Right. There you go, Harvey. What's the suit? like Harvey the, uh, Spectre? Ple- pleading the fifth, eh? So do your homework, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nate, something came across my desk. Yeah. And when I say that, you send it to me. Mm. You're a country boy. Yeah. Bendigo right? boy. Yeah. You grew up in the country and you grew up as, an, as a talented footballer, which means you, you ignored school, mm-hmm. which I would have thought meant you'd spent a bit more time in the, out, the great outdoors. And you know camping. what happened in his house is that he was lauded in his house because they knew he was going to be a, a good footballer. Oh, mum looked after me. So oh, unfortunately, well, Brownie's siblings just got cast because, aside so for him. A couple I, of weeks ago, you said that you couldn't change a car tyre. Which meant you lost it. You one of your man cards. You only yep. get three man cards. You'd already turned one in on that fact. You're about <laughs> to give up another one. Cards. You are about to give up another man card because it came to light this week that you cannot cut wood. Well, I can. I just can't cut it very well. <laughs> Have we a look see. at this, Hum. So we've got a video, and now uh, uh, if you are listening on the podcast, head across to the Sportsbet social media. So platforms. can I give him a little tip here? So you watch here, Nate, when you swing. I'm a Tassie boy. I did a lot of wood chopping. <laughs> oh, gosh, so when did. so when the axe is stuck there like that, you don't need to get it out. You just continue to pick the bit of wood up yeah. and drive it down into the concrete. Mm. You see what and, I mean? Just watch the dog. Yeah. You really <laughs> take the dog's head off? <laughs> <laughs> My so God! We got a we got a like a a. a 
block full of wood delivered out of a trailer and it came big. It was massive, really big. Um, <laughs> As it normally And we ran, out, ran out of the kindling and my wife said, oh, can you go out and uh, He'd be the sort some, of guy that buys the kindling from 7-Eleven yeah, too. get some of the smaller <laughs> – I've done that before – get some of the smaller kindling bits. So she went and bought me an axe um, thinking that I'd be able to do it. But That's what, you need a splitter. Isn't it hard work yeah, it cutting hard. wood? It is hard now, work. I know you're laughing at me, but anyone yeah. out there who's cut wood, it is bloody hard I, work. Could, and I'll tell you what's even harder is – Getting the bloody fire started, like oh, it is. Well, no, once you why? get it started, it's okay. But actually, <laughs> you see these guys like bare grills, like like getting a fire going with their hands and blowing it. That, that's no, bullshit. You know, you, that well, you don't have. You know, you have fire lighters and a fire lighter. You can get the blow torches too. That you just. Fire it up and you That's leave it. It's a bit dangerous with kids. No, it is. But I'm more likely to start a fire with the spark from the, uh, from, spark from the, no. the axe on the on the. On well, the you bricks. shouldn't be cutting on those beautiful bricks either. Can you be mm. honest? Were you a little bit flat when Christine bought the axe home? Because yeah, you knew you were going to have to get out the back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> how, did, how did Jude feel seeing his old man disgrace he himself? He thinks it's great. He thinks I'm the greatest thing ever. <laughs> he, goes, he said to me the other day, this is what kids like. He goes, Dad, is there anyone in the world bigger than you or stronger than you? I said, no, there's not. Jude. I'm going to send Jude a little uh, video of David Foster. That's how you chop oh, wood. Me, That's how you chop Well, wood. you and I, as, as good blue-collar country men, we yeah. grew up making fires. We did. And I, it's very simple. A little TP of sticks. If you need to use a fire lighter, you can. I, mm. I mean, I personally, I don't. I don't like the smell that it gives off. little TP of kindling, some fire lighters, you're laughing. Yeah. Hey, we've got a, a stinger popping back up that we haven't used in a while. The Nuffy Jar. Oh, yeah. That's a good little stinger, isn't it? Isn't it? One of two stingers. We haven't used it since we, the first we episode. We've come across a little bit of budget on uh, this podcast, have we? <laughs> we have. Hey, uh, Shane Crawford, he is getting nominated this week. Brownlow medalist, great bloke. Great bloke. In this fact, was... I travelled Russia with him, had shared many great experiences with him in Russia. But he's a got bad to go tweet doesn't mean you're didn't a bad didn't exactly bloke. travel Russia with him. Yes, we did. did. You, you, you were in Russia at the same time as No, him. we were on the same tour. Mm. Crawford and I were good mates. Oh, Kentucky tour. <laughs> no, it was the, the Green and Gold Army. They were good fun, Kentucky tours. I've never done one. Back in the day. Yeah, you used to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But let's Crawford, move on. Crawford goes in because what did Crawford say this week, Brownie? Well, Crawford thinks that Christian Petrarca has gone past He's in Dustin good form. Martin. He's very good form. He's been I think right now Christian Petrarca is the number one player in the AFL. I think he's the new bull. He's gone past Dustin Martin. You have to do it for a long time before you are the number yeah. one and before yeah. you are better than Dustin Martin. Yeah. Um, so I would say that game on the weekend was unbelievable. Yep. We'll get to the votes later on, but I'm sure he'll feature. Unbelievable game. Contested footy, kicked a goal, doing it all. His ball used to Still wasn't the best man on the ground. Though. I thought Gorn was yeah, easily the best right. man on the ground. But... I think you've got to wait until you've done it in finals and big games. Yeah. And Christian is playing excellent football. He's taken the next step. But let's just see if he if he does it in the final. I don't think he's gone past Dusty yet. Dusty's won two Norm Smith Big call. Cool. He's cool, also cool, got cool. the Big Melbourne cool. running through his blood. Best player in the competition. He wouldn't be in the top five still, but he's, he's certainly getting closer, moving, moving up yeah. there. 26 the to 15 for the Brownlow as but well. But it's, 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 a, it's a body of work over five weeks. I mean, Dangerfield, Fife, Pendlebury, Dustin Martin, all these guys are still ahead of him. Lockie, Lockie Neal. Neal. Um, I'd say Travis Boak is still slightly ahead of him, but Christian Petrarca, in a year's time, two years' time, could be but the I best think, player in the comp. I think you have to do it in finals and really big games consistently before you're rated that highly. A lot of media personnel adopting the Kane Corn strategy at the moment, I feel as well. What's these that? big outlandish statements. 
that are just there to create a bit of uh, clickbait, bit of stir. Yeah, Cornsy's good at it though. He's very good at it. He's <laughs> the best. Hey, Richo, you teased this at the top of the show. What is doing your head in? And it's doing my f***ing head in. Well, I think we know. I've already said what's doing my head in. But the holding the ball interpretation and the way it's being judged now is an absolute outrage, is how I would describe it. An absolute outrage. Now, Nathan, growing up as a young boy in Bendigo, you go to footy training. And what would, what did your coaches always encourage you to do? Keep your feet. Keep your feet and to go in and win the footy. Yep. What Put your head over the footy and win the footy. And you were always told if you did that, you would be protected by the umpires because our game, Australian Rules Footy, is built around getting in and winning the ball. See ball, get ball, man. See ball, get ball, like um, Shane Tuck. He was one of the best at it. Now, you've got to encourage that and you've got to protect it. Now, what are the highlights of our game? I reckon that's one of the highlights. Getting in, putting your head over the footy and winning it. The high mark. The high mark. The kicking skills. The Jeez. kicking, like you look at our game around are the world. Are any of these in the constitution you brought up before? <laughs> they are. Mm. They are. What? And that Which is one? true. Hey? All of those things protect the high mark. But you know what the Americans love? It's not in the well, con- The Americans protect- love the goal umpire. They That's do. what they Americans do, yeah. love. They love the flags. Yeah. They love the band round umpire and whatever. They don't they understand do. why the goal umpire fires two guns. And that's why. <laughs> that's a goal. And that's why. That's why you've got to have the centre bounce. So let me finish, right? So, oh, sorry, your, so your segment. At the moment, the game is skewed too far the way of the tackler. We are rewarding the tackler. Now, would tackling be in the top two or three features of our game? I don't go to the footy to watch tackling, do you? No. Do you, nope. do you Hummer? Nope. So well, I don't go to the footy at all. In, in the it's not in the top half a dozen reasons I'd go to the footy to go and watch the tackler. And we've gone as far now as having guys like Brett Ratton and Taylor Walker after that game on Monday night coming out and saying that it's actually a game now where if you see the ball, you might actually yeah, stand back and Wait. wait for someone else to win it and then just jump on them and tackle them. ball, wait for someone else to get ball. Now, that is not the fabric of Australian rules football. So AFL and Steve Hocking. Very wussy, isn't it? It is. Mm. Fix it up straight away because it's ruining the game. Trumpet Award next. Oh, we've got a leaderboard. We've got a graphic. I've got a spreadsheet. The best. Matt Rowe still leads on eight where you Does think he? he will stay. Oof. So they will overtake him perhaps this week. Kane Lambert on six. Charlie Dixon on six. Eddie Betts, four. Toby Green, four. And Tom Hawkins on four. Then the worst on. The Adelaide Crows on six. Could they go up? You'd suspect. Still side bottom on six where he might stay. Hummer featured his Gary Lyon tweet on three. The Bulldogs on three. Dan Andrews oh, is on three. Confirming it was the Gary Lyon tweet. We haven't actually said Gary. We didn't. We've we've said former Melbourne, Melbourne captain. Captain. Who's Gary Lyon? <laughs> Dan Andrews on three. Where he should be a lot higher. And Reshawn. So Gary, not happy with you. Now no. that you brought it up, we might as well speak about it. Gary Lyon was not happy, and nor should he be. I, I said something I shouldn't have said. I've taken my punishment. I'm off air for a few weeks. You, you should have that. got a trumpet best on ground for that, shouldn't you? Well, I did. Brownie gave me yeah. three. All right. All right. One vote on the best ons. I gave to Max Gorm. We're all talking about Petrarca, but six intercept marks in the back 50. He was the one that was just putting it down Petrarca's throat. Um, Max Gorm, brilliant game, getting Melbourne back on track. Two votes. Um, didn't have a lot of the footy. First game up, Waitman. I just love the fact that Jeez. he loved his footy. What about the banana? The mark? 
the banana goal from 40 metres out. You're not seeing players at the moment having shots at goal from the boundary. They're all centering. There's no 55 metres, 60 metre punts. They're all centering the ball, just kicking it to the top of the square. He this wanted kid, it, didn't he? Big smile on his face. He's just uh, taken a big hangout and the banana. And it just filled my heart with joy, Matthew, to see that sort of did stuff. It remind you of yourself. It did a little bit. And then <laughs> three votes for Robbie Gray to kick the goal after the siren, you star. Yeah, that was amazing by Robbie Gray. I gave one to Jordan Degoe. Um, out of the team, came back in and lit it up, five goals. We, how many bags of five have we seen this year? I, I know Josh Bruce has kicked one. I think that's – I think Charlie only, Dixon kicked Charlie Dixon kicked – that's the third bag of five this year, <laughs> unbelievably. So we need the goal kickers back. So I gave one to Degoe. I gave two to Max Gorn. Um, as as good a display as ruck work as you'll see on Sunday afternoon up in Sydney and contested marking – and I gave I gave Petrarca three. I thought that game, Melbourne had got up and going and it's because of Gorn and Petrarca. Did it all, kicked goals, contested footy, using it well, explosive. He's not Dustin Martin yet, though. <laughs> well, this, this might be the first time anybody who's ever got three is also featured in the, in the oh, worst really? on votes. Robbie Gray, for that handball he oh. gave at the top of the square, there are too many players right now not electing to take the game on or you know give it, it off. It takes the pressure off you and gives it to someone else. But he's a player that eats up pressure, as yeah. we've seen after the game. So to handball at the top of the... He had so much time just to snap it, game over. Just an extra handball, an extra opportunity to make a mistake, give somebody else the pressure. And I just don't see why Robbie Gray did that. Who was the coach that used to eat pressure for breakfast? Remember there was a coach that... Was it... Was it Corn? No, that's uh, your story. Grant Thomas. <laughs> Grant Thomas once said oh, that he used Grant to God. eat pressure for breakfast. Oh, glad we brought that up. <laughs> Two votes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was brilliant. Uh, more of, bring a more story lifestyle up. stories that with Matthew Richardson reminiscing <laughs> later on in the program. Uh, two votes to Nat Fife to miss with a hammy after only missing one week. Uh, really hurt his side, and I think with the, without him there, they can't win. And three votes go to. What? Nat Fife? Yeah. Why? Why? He came back after a hammy after one week. How can you do that? But it's not his. He's not. He doesn't he would select have said, himself. I'm right to go. I well, reckon that's one, not his fault. The club, you've got to be better yeah. than that. No, you, that is his fault. Because at the end of the day, he's a Brownlow medalist. He's their best player. If he says to the – you go into the physio room no, well, years should. ago when you were flying and, you know, whenever you kick your 91 goals and had your six tackles and you had – Greg Hickey in there, and you're a little bit tight, and you were coming up to a big game, right. and you said to Greg Hickey, "I reckon I'm right to go." What would Greg Hickey say to you? He would say, "You're not, because you've got to be strong." <laughs> <laughs> and you would have taken that advice, would you? I, would have I reckon spat the that dummy, five yeah. has played, and he cost his team because of it. All right, well that's your two. Three votes to the umpires, or whoever's Ooh. instructing the umpires All to right. give those stupid free kicks. All right, well I gave one. To North Melbourne as a, as a team, as a collective. Repeat offender, North Melbourne. Because a recidivist. They, because they had five inside 50s in a half of football. That, I could, that is incredible. And it's not like. One in that, the first quarter. It's not like they're playing Richmond at their best on the weekend. I mean, Richmond had eight or nine players out. So that, that wasn't a great performance. Uh, two to Ben McAvoy. I love him. He's as honest as the day is long, but uh, he moved back into the ruck and Max Gordon just had a field day. disaster. But I think. Potentially, it was a hard job, wasn't it, when you've been playing back to come into the ruck against I wonder Gorn. who coined these terms, like as honest as the day's long. Yeah. Do you ever wonder where they come from? Do you ever well, look them up? You're the poet. 
Not me. Yeah. I, I don't. I've never said that I'm a poet. You, know, you, a, you, you have claimed to be the poet football. Can I give you a saying that I've been rolling with at the moment? Money when, for old rope. Well, I say that a lot. That's a good one. When I'm full, which is a bit, I like to. I like my food. I eat. Yeah. I say I'm as full as a state school. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. And I gave three to Steve Hocking, who is the man. <laughs> Can I do all the state schools out there? Steve Hawking's who you should have given the votes to oh. because he... No, no, no. I see him walking around Williamstown oh, right. and it's awkward every time I walk past him because <laughs> I know that he sort of has to say good day to me yeah. and I have to say good day to him. So it gets a bit awkward, so I'm not giving I him would any votes because he's tough. I would almost guarantee that Steve Hawking doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> he reckon, Billy Brownless reckons he was always scared of Stephen Hawking right. even when he played with him. Is that right? <laughs> oh, I don't. I didn't give him those three votes. <laughs> oh, I've got a new segment up next. Now, for me, gentlemen, there is not much better than just sitting on the couch, a couple of frothies, maybe a pizza on the way, and a same-game multi. And they, they are flying at the moment, same-game multis. They have taken the AFL world by storm. They've taken every sport by storm. I had an game. easy one the other night. I took St Kilda 1-39 to, to beat Adelaide, yep. and I took the total points over because I thought they'd score pretty heavily, and I took Dan Butler to be an anytime goal scorer. I got $4.80 for that, and I thought that was pretty big for that. That is money for old right. So mm. you're just saying it's, it's as easy as that. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Bet betting's not easy, Matthew. Don't get me wrong, but um, when you're as intelligent and you know footy <laughs> as well as I do, you, you have a little bit of an advantage. All right. So what, what we thought then? we put together, uh, and shout out to Rambo who's in our marketing department. This yep. is his idea. Uh, a same-game multi or a multi where you take a player for every position. Right. So we're going to start with the back line today. So it's the All-Australian. We're doing the an All-Australian same-game multi. Right. Yeah. So these guys are players that I would take in my... Same game yep. multis more often than not. And you're going to put this one on this week, all right? And we're going to go through. So we're going to start just like we did with the long sleeve team of the century. Yep. We're going to go down. So we're going yep. to start in the back line. So you've got a six leg same game multi, which the, is all defenders. defenders this week. And obviously, it revolves around disposals. I've done the whole 22 legs, which is over 400 to one. Oh, well, we'll announce that at the. Uh, <sighs> but obviously, the, the six. So. 15 or more disposals to Caleb Daniel against Gold Coast yep. this week, Tick. I think. I'll tell you if I reckon they get them. All right. Uh, Sam Doherty. Oracle Richard. 20 or more disposals against North Melbourne. <laughs> Tick. Now, man who's been getting a fair bit of the footy at West Coast is Brad Shepard. Yep. 15 or more disposals yep. for Brad Shepard. He locks down a bit more, though, so I'd be worried well, maybe, about that if one. If you want me to put Elliot Yo in, because Elliot Yo does no, no, play no, half Stick back. to your guns. No, I'm going to change it to Elliot Yo. Just oh, to, see how just easily I got to The old rubber arm brown. You don't have to put the bet on until like a minute before the game. Mate. Yeah, but Shepard can lock down, okay. so that, I'd be worried That's about That's going to change that. the figure that we worked yeah. out now yeah. as well. No, leave Shepard. Leave Shepard in. Jack Crisp at Collingwood to get more than 15 disposals. Tick. I like that. Yep. yep. Adam Saad at the Bombers oh. to get more than 15 no, disposals. Four quarter time. And Jake Lloyd. Lloyd. To get more than 20 playing in the easy position yeah. in yeah. the field. That gets me to $4.30. You can power play that to four eighty. Now, that is money. That, I, I hate to say it, but that is money for old right. But we've got a concern with the Shepherd leg, yeah? Uh, we'll, well, we'll have a look at it next week. But if he locks down on someone. Yep. I'd be worried. No, but Degoe's not playing. Degoe's not playing. He probably would have played on I him. do take my same game multis. And think about who is going to get tagged. So if GWS come up against yeah. Collingwood, uh, I think maybe he's going to go to side bottom or Pendlebury. So yeah. I'd probably take Taylor Adams for disposals. Yeah. That, that week. This is where the same game multi is very good. You just stick a lobster on that, and you, you got your hundred bucks. You win your hundred bucks. You buy the dull a nice little. Uh, you do it responsibly. Nice though, breakfast, Richard. of course, responsibly. Well, and I will say this: I have not hit a same game multi this year. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> 
Well, this is the last round of footy before Oof. we go into the super fest. Before I go to the bungalow. <laughs> before Richard. Just you should, you should just move out there. So what do you do for food? Does Jim still cook? Because you're not a great nah, cook. No, well, the bungalow, I've got a like a back entrance, so the Uber Eats can come straight come to the straight back. In. I won't have to go into the house have you got a, have you got a toilet? Days. Have you got a toilet in there? I would like to see my daughters, though. But I'll just hmm. send them in. <laughs> is, the pool, <laughs> is the pool heated at this time of year? No, nah, it's not. Cold? No, no. Hey, a couple of good games. What about this... Kev the cat? Where does he go during this lockdown period? When no, he'll out come there? out with me. Have you still got that other yeah, cat so that's he, been coming around? He prefers around? you over Jen, does he? Well, he does because my daughter Zoe locks him in the bedroom and tries to put him in her dollhouse. So <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> like that. Didn't like that. Cats, cats don't do like they? that sort of stuff. Cats don't like anything. Gold Coast two dollars twenty-five. Take on the Bulldogs in nice form. Dollar sixty-five. Who wins this one? Uh, I think the Bulldogs bigger bodies. Ten to twenty mils of rain expected. Uh, the funny. heaviest falls. Around eight to eight thirty, so right on what? game time. Total points under. What are you doing? What? How much? Why are you looking at the weather so much? Is he analysing the football or the yeah. weather? Um, I'm going for the dogs. You make a good point. Big bodies, wet weather. I think the dogs win. Port Adelaide versus St Kilda. It's actually if you're punting, the weather app's your best friend. Whether it's horse racing, football, there's there's players that play better in the wet, and there's yeah, clubs that play better in the wet. And the total points over and under is a big I market. Just think- when you're taking players to get twenty or more disposals or kick an anytime goal, the percentage of that happening isn't as good as the total points over and under. Oh. You're getting fifty percent for the total points over and under. So, and you're getting a better price. So you may, be, yeah, may as well be. I taking just might that. argue that if you're going to such depth. With your analysis of the weather, perhaps you're not got enough on during your, your work day here at Sports Bet, Brownie. What's the next game? Let's, <laughs> well, let's you need to on. go, do you? <laughs> no, I just – are we somewhere? analysing the game or what are we doing? <laughs> Seriously. We're how talking about how much it's going to rain. No, you know what's happened? Just for men. Do you know what's happened for Richo? <laughs> yeah, His car parking. Or him. Richo's car parking is one out. So no, it's it's really the, old pay, the old pay stay. Have you confirmed to move your car? <laughs> I did. Port Adelaide $1.39. Take on the Saints $3. This game a couple of weeks ago you would have said would be no good, but it shaped up to be all right. Port Adelaide for me. Yeah. The Saints, I reckon this is a big test, Hum, because they love to move the ball fast in their back line, and I just think Port Adelaide's press is too good. Eagles versus Collingwood. Now, Collingwood, game. they play exceptionally well at w- over WA. Mm. Who would have thought all these years of never having to travel out there, thanks to Eddie cracking the shits, but that is they actually nonsense. go all right. They're, these interstate teams carrying on about Victorian teams, you know, suck it up, you've got to travel. There's 10 teams in Victoria, so clearly you're going to play a fair few games in a row in Victoria. So I reckon the guys from interstate have got to stop carrying on. Uh I think the Eagles can win because Dugowie's out. It's a big loss for them. Going to be close. Total points under again, I think, is my bet here. <laughs> now, um, this is my favourite part of the show. It has I'm been not for the say last anything. two weeks. I just want to look at it. It has don't... been for the last two weeks. Now, we said at the start of this, Brownie, that the photos would go in ascending order from... From the least offensive to the most offensive. Now we've had two. We are on to week three. There's four in total. Now this one is a special one because the the whole theme about this at the moment. And here we're just getting up on screen now. I must must encourage you if you're on your phone right now, listen to this on podcast form. Head along to Instagram and look at Sportsbet because we've got it here now. This Richo, just paint the picture for us here because what the hell is going There's on? There's some great albums here. I'll give him credit, but this was Nathan back in the day. He 
he saw himself as a bit of a rock star poet footballer. <laughs> so in his spare time, most players would analyse the opposition and Nathan just liked to read the lyrics. Just read the lyrics. Says, so but just for those Smashing at home, for those, dream for those at home, it's Brownie in the same, so it's obviously the same photo shoot. You've got yeah. that same hair wearing that same khaki olive green so moved, jacket. So he's moved on from the form guide and the poker yep. chips and the cards. To lying on his floor. But the photo's taken from above and you are reading... The cover of Radiohead. And what I will say, though, Hummer, in, in Nathan's defence here, they were all very good albums. That's mm. the only thing well, I can say. do you know what I've got and done? Tell you about the Smashing Pumpkins, Siamese Dream album. Now, very good. 1995, yeah. Carlton win the premiership. Brad yeah. Pierce kicked 50-odd goals that year. He reckons that when the alarm went off grand final day, yeah. obviously music played, it was the opening bars of Today is the Greatest. Are you serious? Wow. Mm. I'd never heard that. Hey, well, yep. you were reading the uh, Radiohead album cover, which was the album for okay called The Computer, Benz. wasn't it? Or mm. the, Benz. The, Benz. Oh, the Benz. So, and we've picked the song. I've got the lyrics from Fla- Fake Plastic Trees. That's a good song. I want you to read these lyrics out just like you were in this famous photo, Brown. That is a very good a song. A green plastic watering can for a fake Chinese rubber plant in the fake plastic. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. You've got to admit, um, there's some good albums there, probably a bit before They were some time. good albums, but Jesus Christ, Brownie. So, so, so the Nick next Cave and the works. Boat Sea, the, the Boatman's Call, right? There's an album there called, there's a song number three called People Ain't No Good, that's you. <laughs> so you're saying next week's photo gets worse than that? Next week's, is <laughs> really? the, this is the penultimate. Next week we've got the worst photo of all time. I think I know time, which one it is. And they're showing, but please, if you are listening... Please get across to Instagram, have a look at Sportsman's page. We will have that photo up there. All right, up next, Homotheticals. Now, we were very lucky. claiming that himself. No, I'm not going to claim it myself. We were very lucky to be given an exceptional producer that comes from a very strong television background. And he said, rather than hypotheticals, why don't you call it homotheticals? So you didn't come up with it. But I've never said (laughs) I'd come up with it. But you liked it, didn't you? I did like it. I think You passed it off as if you did it yourself. Now, last week, of course, now we had one that divided the nation last week. We were getting comments. The snail. The snail. Some said yes. Some said not a snowball's chance in hell. I, I personally would definitely have done it. Would you? Yep. Yeah, right. I should have said that the snail could, like, theoretically could hitch a ride and stuff in cars. Right. So it would would be be scary. It would never make it across the Nullarbor snail. All right. So I'm going a little bit to different tacts this time. We've got got a few, but some aren't hypotheticals. They're just more thought starters. Okay. So the first one. If the devil only punishes bad people, then is he actually good? Well, yeah, that's a good point. No, the devil punishes good people as well. But he just said he only punishes bad yeah. people. No, but no, but only, that, only that, bad that's people actually incorrect. Right. Because the devil punishes everybody. Well, if if you do you want me to take it as you said it? Yeah, take it as I said it. Well, but I, he doesn't punish good people. Right. Well, good he, people don't go to hell. Well he's probably playing his role then. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Hey, when snow melts, where does the white go? Very, very good. Where does Brandon? it go? Turns the water. Brownie's head is about to explode. Turns well, the water. You yeah, where does the white go? It's white. It is. <laughs> Why don't ice cubes go white then? Yeah. Think about that. Because it's not snow, mate. But they, snow it all comes ends up, from. It's a natural occurrence. They both thing. end up clear, though. Yeah. Don't think you're smarter than what you are, mate. All right. <laughs> all right. Now this is now Brownie's head's about to explode. If, I think if you can comprehend this one, this will this will completely do you in. What if what would happen if Pinocchio? We know Pinocchio. What would happen if Pinocchio said, "My nose will grow now." He wouldn't have lied. No, but 
So, but if he's lying, That's just weird. it only grows. They're thought provoking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that what you wanted to do? Yeah. Well, so. Did what, you didn't come up with them either? No, I found. Have you heard of Reddit? Oh, it's a website called Reddit. And I'm going on there. <laughs> uh, I've got one more. Oh, now, this is a good one. Now, this right is on. an actual hypothetical. And it's a big that. one to win. Right Would you rather have to drink an eight pack of beer every day? So, yeah. eight beers every single day, or never drink beer again or any alcohol? Oh, definitely. I'd have it eight a day. So, <laughs> so you rolled in. It's so you're saying strange. unless I drink eight a day. Well, six pack. It's six pack, but I, I feel the six packs are Eight's enough, a bit so more. So I've changed yeah. to eight. So it's eight beers a day. I'll never drink again. Yep. I'm having a go at the eight beers a day. <laughs> I think so. Would, and would so you is do it just beer, or can I just? No, drink you can wine? change it. Wine. So the equivalent in wine. So say for wine. you, it's it's uh, it's a Grenache. Yeah. You get to drink a bottle and a half of Grenache every day, or never ever again. Doing that at the moment in lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome to lockdown. I don't reckon. Uh, I get eczema when I drink beer, and I told him this years ago, and he was fight with me. Um, so yeah, I'll go the wine. Yeah, I think so. But how would you space it out? Would you just wait till bedtime and then just slam them, or would you have a couple at breakfast, a couple during the day? Well, generally, what lockdown is about three thirty. The savo it starts. You need to go this. running. You'd get big. Yeah, you would need. Hey, that will do us big. today. Now. I'm in the office. I've got the off the uh, the yellow envelopes. I'm sending out merchandise to the fantastic people that gave us nice reviews on iTunes. Keep them coming through. Again, a big thank you to Tailor Made. As soon as lockdown's Did over, Tailor Made th- make masks. Oh, they might. They, yeah. they make fantastic yeah. golf clubs and golf balls. We're going to put our masks on. Right. Please, Thanks, if you do mate. have a punt this weekend, please do so responsibly. That's it. Ah!